My name is Trish Ware, and I am obsessed with all things pregnancy and birth, and helping you to navigate both the practical and the magical seasons of this journey called motherhood. I'm an all-day coffee-sipping mama of seven. I've had the amazing privilege of delivering many babies in my 15-plus year career as a labor and delivery nurse and as a mama of seven. I'm here to help you take the guesswork out of childbirth so you can make the choices that are right for you and your baby. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not replace your medical advice. Check out our full disclaimer at the bottom of the show notes. Hey, mamas, I am so excited about this episode. We have been planning this for you guys, and I just want to tell you what to expect over the next 30 weeks. So we're going to be going through this miraculous journey of pregnancy. We're going to be covering each week in detail from that first little flutter of excitement to your growing baby kicking you and all the things to expect. So each week, we're going to dive into what's happening with you and your baby. We'll cover everything from physical changes to emotional shifts, because yes, they happen, to the nitty gritty of your medical checkups, your self-care tips. We're going to have guest experts and get valuable expert advice from obstetricians and midwives, home and hospital midwives. So you're going to be hearing a little bit from here and there. Plus, I have been pregnant nine times, including three losses. So we're going to get real. And I'm going to equip you with the knowledge to make confident decisions throughout your pregnancy pregnancy and birth. So I can't wait for you to join us on this journey as we cover your entire pregnancy. So today we're going to be talking about weeks zero to eight. And then next week, we're going to start with a more maybe eight to 10 weeks. We're going to be breaking it down so you know what to expect the entire pregnancy. So you might be at the guessing game stage if you're in the zero to eight weeks or zero to four weeks. Am I pregnant? Am I not pregnant? So we're going to talk about some signs of pregnancy and how to help you get through that. So the first sign, big sign, is a missed period. But let's say you haven't missed your period yet. Your body can actually give you more clues than just a missed period. For me, it was this tingly, weird, electrifying feeling in my breasts. I remember with Grayson, Some of you guys know my story. I got pregnant while I was doing a travel assignment in California, which was really redemptive because I had my very first miscarriage in California at this exact same hospital. So how good is God? It was so sweet. And so I'm walking through the hall to a patient's room. And I remember feeling these like tink, like something was crawling all through my breast. And I grabbed my breast and I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a crazy feeling. I haven't felt that since I was pregnant. And then I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) So 
that was my first sign. Another sign, you might be experiencing some bloating and it makes you feel like you just had a big meal. And then another early sign can be a sudden or strong aversion to foods and smells that you used to love. I remember for me with all of my babies that coffee couldn't do it. And I live on coffee. Y'all know I'm a coffee sipping fool. Couldn't do it anymore. Now, emotionally, it's a whirlwind. So one of my other early signs, and I remember with Lainey, and if my, I have a really good friend, Preeti, who went to nursing school with me, and we spent every waking moment together because I got pregnant while I was in nursing school with Lainey. And I was so emotional and so exhausted. So Preeti had picked me up and we went to this really amazing Christmas show, this Indian Christmas show or something to that effect. And I fell asleep in her car on the way home. And it was so embarrassing. And then the next thing I did that gave me a clue is I was not feeling well, hint, hint. And I stayed home from school, which I had never did. I never missed nursing school. I'm such a good student. And I was laying on the couch watching a Hallmark movie crying like a baby. And I remember thinking, uh oh, and I ended up doing eight tests because I hadn't had a period for a year and a half. I have really wonka doodle periods. I did so many tests, you guys, if I had the money that I spent on those tests, I would be wealthy right now. So emotionally, you're exhausted. One minute you're happy, one minute you're crying, the next minute you're anxious. But let me tell you guys, this is all completely normal because it's your body and mind trying to navigate this very big life-changing phase. So here's the big question I know a lot of you guys are asking if you're in this early, could I be, could I not be, is when to take a pregnancy test. So let's talk about your two types of tests. We're going to talk about the urine test, which you can do at home, like I said. Now, the thing about a urine test is it's very convenient, it's very quick, and it's pretty reliable when when you do it correctly. But when do you take the test? This is the crucial thing. The best time is first time you go to the bathroom in the morning. So you want it to be like four to six hours after the last time you urinated. So if you're peeing all night, girl, you need to wait like four to six hours. But when you first get up, go and do the test because your urine is more concentrated, which makes it a prime time for you to do this test so that it can detect the HCG hormone because that's the key hormone that indicates pregnancy. And there's tons of different brands. But let me just tell you, if they test for pregnancy, they're going to be pretty accurate. So you can get the Dollar Tree ones. You can get the ones from Amazon. They're cheaper. And if you're like me and you were going through bouts of miscarriages which I did, then I had a ton of those cheap ones because I really wanted to be pregnant. Now, of course, I didn't actually get pregnant with Grayson until I stopped trying, but that's another episode. So just some of them, even the cheap ones, have a higher sensitivity level. So you can pay attention to that because some of them you can use earlier. Now, the thing about pregnancy tests, it's very rare that you have a false positive, but you can get a false negative. The reason that you can get a false negative is that it might be too early, but a false positive is pretty rare because either you have the HCG hormone 
or you don't. So timing is everything with taking your test. I would wait until you miss a period. And if it's negative and you still feel pregnant, maybe you need to go in for a blood test. So let's talk about the blood test because the blood test is a little bit more accurate, but also for those of us who have experienced infertility or multiple losses, the blood test is really the way to go. So after getting your positive urine test, and this is what I did with Grayson, which luckily I was working in labor and delivery. So one of the OBs there did the test for me. What they're looking for is that same hormone, the human chorionic gonadotropin. Did I say it right? I hope so. HCG. And it's more sensitive and accurate. So what happens is this hormone is produced after your fertilized egg attaches to the wall of your uterus, which is the key indicator of pregnancy. So when we're doing the blood test, there's qualitative and quantitative. The quantitative test is known as the beta HCG and the qualitative test, it just tells you yes, you're pregnant or no, you're not. The quantitative test measures the exact amount of HCG in your blood. And this is very comforting to those of us who have had losses because it can also tell you the health and progress of your pregnancy. So the thing about your HCG levels is they need to be doubling. In a normal, healthy pregnancy, the level of HCG roughly doubles every 48 to 72 hours during those first weeks. So monitoring those levels can be very you know, comforting or not, because I've been on the other side of it, for a woman who has had troubles or pregnancy complications in early pregnancy. So if your doctor is tracking your HCG levels, you may be asked to take multiple blood tests over several days, and that's going to let you know how your pregnancy is progressing. It's a much more scientific approach. Now, if you are not getting blood tests, one way that you'll know that your pregnancy is progressing in a healthy way is that your signs will continue and most likely worsen. So that's a very valuable way to also tell if you, if your pregnancy is viable. Okay, so I also wanted to break down what's going on with the fetus slash baby. So we're going to break down during this very crucial developmental phase. So weeks zero to one. So typically, you're going to conceive conception happens around day 14 in a 28-day cycle. Now, I have a wonkadoodle cycle, so mine's different. But conception is when the sperm meets the egg in the fallopian tube to form a zygote. And then the zygote begins to divide and turns into a multicell blastocyst and then travels down the uterus. Week two, it implants. So some of you might have a little bit of implant bleeding, implantation bleeding, to be correct, around this time. So this is when it's going to implant itself into the uterine lining. And that's when the HCG starts producing. And then weeks three to four, the blastocyst develops into an embryo. And this is when the critical development of vital organs and systems start to form. So the cells will also begin to form the placenta, which will nourish your sweet little baby throughout your pregnancy. And around week four, the heart starts to form and will start beating and pumping 
blood. How insanely amazing is that? And I always tell my birth students, when you're worrying about labor, stop. Your body is incredible. You didn't have to worry about getting the beat, the heart beating and it did it, right? So don't worry about labor. That's just a, a note for you for the end. Okay, weeks five to six, the embryo is growing rapidly. Major organs and systems, including the brain, the heart, the spinal cord are continuing to develop. And by week six, the heartbeat can be detected via ultrasound. How incredible is that? And features like eyes and nose are starting to take shape. And then week seven to eight, the embryo's brain continues to develop and the lungs are beginning to form. Now they won't start doing anything till the end. They're just starting to form. Your limb buds for arms and legs are becoming more defined and those sweet little facial features are becoming more distinct. And by the end of week eight, which this episode is about, the baby is the size of a kidney bean and taking on more of a recognizable human shape. Although I like to say they look like a gummy bear. So that's what's happening with your sweet little baby. Okay, so now let's talk about weeks five through eight. Mamas, listeners, this is where things start getting real. And let's be a little honest, a little more interesting. If your body was sending you subtle hints before, it has turned up the volume. So the first thing you might notice, and this is usually between seven and eight weeks, is morning sickness. But let's just take a moment right now, a moment of silence to acknowledge that whoever called it morning sickness probably never had to rush to the bathroom in the middle of a work meeting at three o'clock because nausea can hit you at any darn time. And for some of you, it might be an all-day affair. It was all day, every day for me until Miss Laney came out. And then I remember sitting in postpartum and I was like, something's different. And then I realized that my little friend morning sickness slash all day sickness was gone. So here's a couple tips. And I have some episodes for you guys that has some more um, information. If you go to the blog and go to episode 80. That's eight essential things to do during your first trimester. And then we also have a blog post all about morning sickness that you can check out. So here's a little tip. Keep some crackers or dry toast or something dry and crunchy by your bed. And before you open your eyes, reach a little hand over, grab one and put some in your mouth before you sit up and tip the balance, because that can be a game changer. Another thing I recommend is grab some peppermint oil or something peppermint and dab it under your nose because smells can take you out in an instant. Now, the next thing is is being tired, fatigue, right? This is not like normal tired. This is tired on steroids because growing a human is hard work and you're doing a lot of that work right now. So if you need an extra nap, go take it. Listen to your body. It knows what it's doing. If it's telling you it's tired, you need sleep. Sleep is so critical and it can be really hard to get. So take it where you get it, like I did in the backseat of Preeti's car. All right, so we can also talk about cravings and aversions. So maybe you used to love coffee, like I said, and now you hate it. Or you used to love spicy food and now the thought of it makes you wanna die. 
Or maybe it smells. <laughs> I know that for me, I could not stand the smell of male deodorant. I know it's weird and very specific, but trust me, you'll understand what I'm talking about if you don't already. Another thing is maybe the smell of foods. Like you're thinking, I really need to eat this. I want it right now. And then you go to get it and the smell makes you sick. Brushing your teeth can make you sick. Brushing your teeth can make you gag like never before. Try to do it low and slow. <laughs> do it however you can. If you have to use kids' toothpaste, whatever you have to do to get your teeth brushed, you want to take care of your teeth because this is an important aspect of pregnancy. It can wreak havoc on your teeth. So take care of your teeth. Now is a time that you might want to see your dentist during the first zero to eight weeks and get like a well checkup for your teeth because again, it can really tear your teeth up. Another thing that might happen is you might have cravings at the weirdest time. You might wake up at two in the morning craving salt and vinegar chips. That is part of the pregnancy package, mama. And it's okay to indulge in those cravings, but Within reason, balance is key. You want to make sure you're getting a really good rounded diet. However, my midwife told me with Grayson, I could not keep anything down but a few things. And she said, girl, whatever you keep down, keep it. Because the truth of the matter is that sweet little nugget, that little bean that you're growing is going to take everything it needs from you. And you're the one that's going to struggle later on in life, like me, an older woman. And you might need to really focus on getting the nutrients for yourself. Again, emotionally, this is like an express train running through your brain. One minute you're laughing, the next you're crying, and it might be over something silly like you dropped a pretzel on the ground. It's those hormones, girl, and those pregnancy hormones are literally no joke. Now, some of you might think that you're starting to see a baby bump, but the truth of the matter is it's probably not. It could be swelling and it I know I get into this controversy every time I say this, but most women are not going to show this early at zero to eight weeks. It's mostly just swelling that's happening. You know how you get that period swelling, same thing. So here's some really important tips for you. And this is actually throughout your entire pregnancy. But one of the most important things you can do while you're pregnant is stay hydrated and eat as healthily as you can can. Your body is doing some serious work. So fuel it. And now is the time to pick out your prenatal vitamins. I'll link to some of my favorite ones in the show notes. But also we have our Amazon shop that you can go to and we have everything in nice little categories with our mamas and my team and myself, our favorite and the best products for you throughout your whole pregnancy. But you want to start taking those prenatal vitamins now. If you are feeling really sick and you can't keep them down, you can try gummies, try whatever you can, but it is a great insurance policy for both you and your baby, making sure that you get the right nutrients. Now, one of my team members is pregnant and she has switched to organ meat supplements. Now, it sounds disgusting. I don't know if I could have done it when I was pregnant, but I actually have gotten on the train. So I'll keep you posted on how I'm feeling because I'm just starting. But she swears by it. She has gestational diabetes and she has a history of gestational hypertension slash preeclampsia. And so far, 
both are in check and she's 19 weeks pregnant. So this is just something I want to throw out there. And I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. But do your due diligence. Some providers are a little apprehensive. You do not want to take the full dosage, but you can do this instead of prenatal vitamins. But make sure you're not getting too much vitamin A or iron because too much can cause problems with fetal development. So you want to keep that on the down low. So again, just remember, really important right now, you're probably starting to choose a provider. And we're going to talk more about that on the next pregnancy weekly uh, podcast. But start gathering your emotional support right now. Check in with your partner, your friends. You can even drop me a message. We have a pregnancy community. It's 39 a month. And you can hang out with me and my doulas every Wednesday and all my pregnant mamas. We've got 1,700 students and members. And the emotional support is so important throughout pregnancy and postpartum, which is why we do that. So as we wrap up this segment, remember each person's journey is unique. Whether you're breezing through the weeks, feeling nothing, or you're facing a lot of challenges, do not compare yourself to another mom. This starts early on and continues throughout your motherhood journey. But I really want to encourage you right now to remember that this is your journey with this sweet little bean. And you do not have to compare yourself to anyone else. If you're not feeling the same or thinking the same or wanting the same things, that is okay. Own your journey now. Start being the captain of your ship. So when you're ready for a birth class, you're ready for your pregnancy class, you can take mine, of course, because we want you to start to learn to listen to your instincts and start making the decisions for yourself. It's so important. So join me on the next episode. We're going to be talking about your next stage of pregnancy and some of the important physical, emotional, and some of the things that you need to start doing to get ready for this exciting journey. So join me next time. As always, I hope you loved this episode. Please take a moment to subscribe and write a review. We are doing a monthly drawing and taking the names of our reviewers and giving away a sweet gift to everyone who gets into that drawing if you leave a review. Okay, thank you so much. I will see you again next Friday. Bye for now.